Welcome to episode 9 of Power Up Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher, here. Um, and today's episode, we'll be talking about New Year's goals. Um, our new programs are starting at CrossFit Mob, the CrossFit Open 2017 that's coming up, uh, and benefits of training in groups versus alone. Um, so, uh, we'll be talking to, we're actually talking with a few of our other coaches. Uh, Coach CJ, and then Coach Jesse. Um, and as you can tell, uh, we haven't had an episode in a couple a couple weeks, maybe even a month. Um, it's been Christmas break uh, and also New Year's break. Uh, people's been uh, a little bit off the hook. People's been a little bit off the hook, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm focusing on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not focusing on okay. It's all right. <laughs> no judgments, I guess. Yes. Um, well... Begin with uh, New Year's goals. Um, you guys have any uh, New Year's goals other than maybe resolutions, stuff like that? You know, I don't do resolutions. I've never done them. Um, it's not my thing. I don't really set goals at the beginning of the year. If a goal's worthwhile being set, it shouldn't wait till the beginning of the year yeah. to be set. That's how I feel about it. But uh, I guess my new, I have a new model, I guess, for the year, which is like, you know, uh, the way you do anything is how you do everything. So I guess I'm going to. You know, move forward for this year and from here on out is make sure I focus on the little things and, you know, the details of everything matter just as much as uh, the big picture matters. So micro as much as the macro. Mm-hmm. You're going to have that on a copy so you can paste it on every single uh, I will. Facebook post? I will. I- any, any clients we, we get or anything like that, they're going to be, you know, told that over and over again. How you do anything is how you do everything. It's going to be a really long hashtag. It's going to be my motto, man. <laughs> it's my motto. Just put in an acronym, um, whatever the heck that would be. That, it will, that would be a, a funky acronym. So. <laughs> be a long one. I'm about to write it down fast to see what it is. Here. Um, do you have any, uh, yeah, I definitely, uh, I don't really do the New Year's resolutions either. I kind of have, like, a plan and I just stick with that, but, um, I certainly get plenty of people that, that do that. Uh, what I like to think about is that you're always moving forward and trying to get better day by day instead of going backwards, so. The thing about going into the new year is that always at least idea generation can happen. So mm-hmm. you're like, maybe I'm not starting something brand new, but like maybe I'm gonna start thinking about doing something in this year that you didn't do last year. So mm-hmm. I like the I thought of like generating new ideas for the new year. Yeah. Um, the I don't really have one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too lazy to make one. Uh, mine are pretty much exactly the same. Uh, last year I started strict paleo um that was when i was at best buy like they were uh people there um they weren't ready for the uh type of uh healthy eating that i brought i literally showed up with a box of kale and just ate it with a fork (laughs) (laughs) that's tough that affecting your energy for training that was last year uh i had a complete wrong paleo side of it like i had a high carbs and low fats Okay. And then uh, I got jacked up on my birthday. I ate a carrot cake, and then um, I went off paleo for like a month until like happened, March. <laughs> yeah. It starts with one I day have, before you know it snowballs into a month. Yeah. Yeah. kids, man. It's yeah. a big pot of something. So. Difficult. Yeah, yeah. A whole lot of meat, a whole lot of carbs, a whole lot of everything. So. Yeah, you just try to manage as best, best you can. Yeah. <laughs> try to put the, the clean stuff in there as much as you can. It doesn't matter what the, what the, what the uh, macros are, right? I, I was talking to my sister last night. Uh, I was talking to her about paleo, because paleo is going to be in this new program that we'll talk about in a minute, but um, uh, I was talking to her, like, you know when you're in denial, when you're like, uh, yeah, I ate a, a chicken wrap today, but really it was a burrito. Okay, <laughs> oh yes. Yeah, it was a chicken burrito, honey, huh? call it chicken wrap. Yeah. Do you do That's paleo at all? Uh, I do more of like a ketogenic right now, but it's like a, it's more of a if it fits your macros version. Um, I did paleo. It's a good stepping stone, like when you first get into clean eating, um, to figure out like what works for you and what doesn't work for you. But I did paleo a couple years ago. I still kind of follow a paleo-ish diet, but now I, I put like a, I put cheese back in, um, just in, you know in moderation. Yeah. Because it can get out of hand with me and cheese. I love cheese. Um, but then I'll also add like rice back in because I need the carbs for my energy energy levels. Because I was strict ketogenic for probably about a month and a half, two months, and I was I was always like a, a mummy walking around. I had no energy, so back to a uh, higher carb version of that. So I'm now meeting like closer to 70 to 100 carbs a day. 
um, and then much higher fat and moderate protein in there. Yeah, see, I just track my general blocks, you know, kind of the macro. Yeah, you do zone. And then uh, I kind of stick near that because I'm a routine kind of guy. Like, I eat the same stuff like, all the time, you know. Like, my wife would make a lot of the food. It's the same kind of 10 meals yeah. every 10 days. You know? Yeah. So, and if it kind of steers near that, then I know that I'm going pretty good. But, I mean, I know if I start eating a lot of junk around Christmas, mm-hmm. you can tell for sure. Start feeling different. It's it's so hard to manage it around the holidays too, you know, because yeah. then you make exceptions for yourself to eat a certain way. Because you're like, well, you know, I, just one more day, and then before you know it, it's like, we'll see <laughs> yeah. a couple more days, and then oh, well, it's Christmas time, so I'll, you know, I'll wait until after Christmas, and then it's like, oh, I'll wait till the New Year to start, you know. Yeah. And then three to four get-togethers just for Christmas. Man, get together for New Year's. It's crazy. It, it adds up so fast. I put I put on like I think six pounds over the last you know three weeks or so. So burned it back off real fast, but. Excuse me, yeah, super easy I, to put it I on. I went over 180 for the first time in my life. Jesus. Yeah, I think I was 204 <laughs> at my heaviest this last week or so. So I'm back down like 197, so thank God. I haven't even pulled out the weight scale. I ate like maybe three pies, pumpkin pies at least. By yourself? Maybe even four. By yourself? Yeah. Wow. My record uh, is 23 chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> my wife's chocolate, just like that. Oh, my God. Stuffing with chips, dude. <laughs> I'll come over to your house on a cheat day. Goodness gracious. Oh, man. I'm so glad that there's no more pie in my house because if right. there was, yeah. I was going to eat it. Um, when I started eating uh, paleo, again, like strict paleo, mm-hmm. um, like last week, what, wait, what's today? Today's, Today's what, the Thursday? Yeah, Thursday yeah. the 5th. Yeah, it was yeah. basically the start of last week. Um, it was an apple pie that was like three, they still had three-fourths of pie left. And uh, I was just like, somebody please eat this or throw it away. Mm-hmm. And somebody ate it, and I was like, yes, <laughs> I don't have to eat it now. Yeah, you got to get rid of the temptation, man. If it's around, it'll get eaten. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty good, like, willpower-wise, if I don't have to see it. But if I, like, walk in my house and walk by it over and over again, it's going to get eaten. Well, I mean, I could go like, I'm pretty good. without can't. eating treats if they're not there. Yeah, like, for sure. Like, just don't bring them to the house. keep them out. I think my wife loves to bake, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's going to be a problem for the kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My sister's is uh, tortillas. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom, like, when we went to the store, my mom, before that, she said she wants to stop eating uh, tortillas and she wants to get a little bit more healthy for her diet because um, it's probably the right time to start something. Yeah. And uh, my sister really wanted corn tortillas, mm-hmm. so she ended up getting them, and I hid them from her, and I stuck it <laughs> in the bottom of the, uh, the closet, and this was before Christmas. So they're yeah. no good anymore. No, they are still. <laughs> okay. But um, she found them and she put them on the counter. And I grabbed them right before Christmas. It was like Christmas Eve, and I wrapped it up in Christmas paper and I put it in her stocking. That's I actually funny. wrapped up a potato for her too. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wrapped up uh, a fortune cookie for my niece. Um, she liked that. Are you just being cheap here, or what's, what's the deal? Ruben, nah, Ruben it's, Christmas. It's just I like to mess with them, but <laughs> especially her. But, uh, no, my niece really likes fortune cookies. Gotcha. Yeah. She's, like, two. Wow. So um, she loves everything, then? Yeah. <laughs> Anything uh, sweet, she wants it. Kind of, yeah. Um, the, uh, but, yeah, um, starting on the 9th, uh, we actually do have one of the new programs, which is the uh, New You Six-Week Challenge, um, starting at the gym. There's possibly going to be three different classes um, on Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. Uh, three different times? Yeah. Oh, okay. um, possibly. There, there will be two different times. Same programming? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Same programming. Yeah. Um, unless we, yeah, unless we switch it up a little bit or something. Um, the So it's going to be at 7 a.m., possibly, if there's even anybody interested in that. Um, but it's going to be at 9.30 a.m. and then 7 p.m. I don't know who's teaching at 7 p.m. I'm teaching 9.30 a.m. Um, you want to do the 7 a.m. and I'll do the 9.30? Do <laughs> you want to do 7 a.m. and I'll do 9.30? Nah. Come on, brother. You're young. Get up. Get up early. Yeah, yeah. right. I'm old. I already got up early. Like <laughs> you got to get our sleep, ago. man. We don't recover. All right? Got the little kid driving me, you know, <laughs> dragging me around at home, so. Um, that's even if there's enough people at 7 a.m. There should be. Uh, we'll see that. I don't know who just signed up yet. It's in the computer or something. Um, so what's the what's the program details looking like? Is it just going to be CrossFit programming or different than CrossFit? Or? So I looked at the program yesterday. Um, it's going to be an all women's class. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and not everybody that's in the program in those class specific ones uh, they're either as what I've seen are either beginners in fitness or either they have some sort of background that's involved in it uh, some understanding but they're not like top athletes or not I wouldn't say they're like up to levels to like even where we're at mm -hmm. um, so it's much more uh, less intimidating class um, engineered for uh, or beginner to intermediate aspect of it. Okay. Good. Um, the programming, though, it's taking out the. There's no Olympic lifts in it. Um, everything is body weight or some weight added to it. So strength training and then also conditioning to it. If it sounds like I'm kind of like, I don't know, like words are hard to spit out here. It's because yeah. I'm kind of cold and my chest is kind of. Well, they make jackets for that kind of thing. <laughs> my jacket's across the gym. Well, if you want to, you can go get it while we, we stall here. Um, uh, after, but, after I talk about it. But that, that yeah. seems like a good class, though, especially for people who are, especially if it's going to be all women's. Yeah. I know a, a big barrier to entry here uh, to CrossFit in general is women don't want to get bulky, and they see a barbell, and they think they're going to get yeah. bulky. And when in reality, it takes a lot of hard work to get bulky. Mm -hmm. um, which, there's nothing wrong with being bulky either. Like, that's what your goals are cheered towards, yeah. and then, then add the weight on, get some traps on you, get some tries and buys, and that's fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but a lot of women don't, don't desire that, so that, that's a good program for them to get into without the barbell. Um, less intimidating, which means less bar dropping from overhead, which is also good for safety. Um, it's just a little lower barrier for entry, so that's good for, for them. And six weeks is a good yeah, and time for them to, to lean up. You know, I mean, a little bit longer workouts, more of those burner-type workouts mm. are going to probably be a little bit more what they want. You're going to feel better, like, hey, I got a really good workout if they sweat for 30 minutes, you know, yeah. rather than you know, working on strength for... 30 minutes but yeah. the uh, when I look at the program well also it won't have the more technical things like muscle ups or uh, well, handstand yeah. walking I would, I would hope not yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, or like stone cleaning yeah uh, stone the shoulder or something like that yeah. uh, why not you, you mean to tell me these ladies who are joining this class don't want to lift 100 pounds overhead that's crazy that's crazy that sounds, sounds like nonsense so for the um I don't even know when. But yeah, we're talking about stones. Uh, <laughs> um, Sorry, the, the recording got cut off. <laughs> yeah, because the program would be phone. more accessible for people just trying to start fitness, uh, particularly for women. Yeah. You just have to manage them talking. Sure. And no joke, though, because I mean, I, I train uh, two to three at a time, and man, it will. Uh, We'll slow things down. Turn into a social hour. Yeah, I had that yesterday. I was I was getting a class warmed up, and like a quarter of the class was late for some reason, and then it became social hour immediately, yeah. and I got so pissed off. Really, <laughs> I got really so pissed off. Happens so easy. Yeah, like we're here to work, not not to not to talk. Yeah, yeah. here to work our bodies, not our mouths. But those are the kind of workouts we're talking about. It's going to be simpler. It, it lends itself into just constant movement, and it's going to make it much better. Mm. Work. Which we want you to be social, just not. Totally social. Like we want you to yeah. make friends. I mean, we're, we're here to work. Yeah, you know? yeah. We're, we're here to change the way you, <laughs> what you feel and the way you look. So you can you can talk while you're changing out your weight. Yeah, for sure. There's no wrong yeah. being social, but just you know, be expedient about things. Um, well, the uh, some of the program that I've seen so far, every or maybe they're at least the very first workout um, with whatever it is. I think it has like lunges or something. Um, it does have push-ups actually. Uh, it's a benchmark workout that will be repeated like on day 18th. That's good. Um, yeah. So there's benchmark workouts that are in this thing. Um, the uh, uh, I haven't really looked at a whole lot out of it. Uh, more of the stuff is more interval, and it does have a lot that's built into it. Um, I think the interval stuff is like right before, so it's kind of like how we have a strength section, but it's not right like really super technical. Um, the let's see also so with that program also uh does have nutrition which is actually going to be the paleo diet i just found out that found that out yesterday while i was uh, looking through the emails and stuff um so we'll be talking to him about that um and it is six weeks uh and three days a week so like the uh the main part of all these appointments and things like that is that we just want to see that the people that are will get involved with it and that we think that are the right fit 
will have the three main requirements. One is for to follow the diet, because if you don't follow the diet, you're not going to see that. You won't see any results. results. You can work out as much as you want to. You can't outrun a bad diet. Yeah. Um, and also being consistent. Um, and always come to the classes. Don't miss one. Um, and also uh, being a good teammate. Because uh, since this is a group class, you would kind of want to have people that's involved in it. Um, that would motivate you. They would always come to class. It wouldn't be negative. Um, yeah, they, yeah. Um, which also um, is a benefit of training in a group. So you always have that accountability. You always have that adherence. Um, you know exactly which people will come, or else like your friends, if they miss out a day, you'll be like, "Where are you at? You, yeah. you missed something." Peer um, pressure, man, works yeah. both ways. Yeah. You know, yeah. good and bad. So. The, uh, I think it's a really great way how to work out, like especially in a group. Like I worked out before the very first two years, which is by myself. Um, I started working out in the living room, uh, playing Xbox Fitness, um, doing the P90X and Insanity workouts. Um, then eventually my sister got involved and then uh, a couple of my cousins, the workouts too. I didn't get involved with CrossFit until like two years in. And it wasn't even right, so I didn't see my goal of getting a six-pack, uh, even until, like, uh, this last summer. I sort of had one until the tortillas struck. Tortillas um, are the best. <laughs> yeah, tortillas. Uh, I love me a quesadilla, bro. I'm not matching about tortillas. Yeah. <laughs> At least three times a week. I'll, I'll, oh, God, I love me a quesadilla. <laughs> quesadilla. Awesome. Yeah, quesadilla. We'll put chicken and steak and whatever in them. Whole thing. Yeah, just melt that cheese. I don't care what's in there. Just melt more cheese in there. Lots of cheese. 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 I like making the quesadillas on the uh, stove. Yeah, get that crisp like, to the, yeah. get, a little, get a little get a little roughness to the oh, tortilla. I, I end up crust. burning them every single time. You burn them? Yeah, but I get the uh, um, I think it's called Stacy's tortillas. Uh, so they have to be made on they're uncooked. Okay. Um, so I end up usually having three uh, burnt spots on the bottom on both sides. My sister always makes Just fun of me. Call that flavor. Yeah. Just flavor. Like That's cheese texture. Burns, man. Look at a little crispy up. Oh, flavor. It's extra flavor. I, I don't like making one in a, in a microwave. It's horrible. We can't talk about paleo and then be like, be like yeah, eat quesadillas, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've, I've announced that I'm, I'm, not, I'm not paleo at yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like training in a group, the thing is, is that I trained, uh, like I said, track and field. Even in college, I was a walk-on, so I was training by myself a lot. That I trained by myself when I first started CrossFit, and then that got me fit to train track. So I was training by myself for a while, and then I got out of track around 2013, and then got back into CrossFit. So it was by myself. So until I got to here, though, it's mostly by myself. But I noticed that my gains were just real, just general. You know, when I got back to here, and I got people were pushing me, and I was trying stuff that I never thought I would try, I jumped up right away. I mean, you saw me one of the first sessions when we did those, all those overhead squats. Mm-hmm. It was like my max overhead squat. Yeah. I did 85 reps, 115. Yeah. You know, I never thought in the world I would try to do that. But I mean, all you guys there, it's going to push you to do and try things. And again, be accountable coming in, like, t- you know, Tuesdays with Yo and Tony. I knew they were going to be there, so I could just get that. Yeah. Got to go, got to go, got to go. Group training, um, in most cases, I think is an advantage over training by yourself every time. Yeah. Well, not only like pushing you more, but. Like you, they'll say things that you can't see when you're doing it. Like if your arm position is incorrect, yeah. right? if, if, if you're yeah. if you're arching your back too much. Like if you have good teammates in a sense, or good people you're training with, um, you'll do better overall because they're going to give you some pointers and tips and let you know how you're moving. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're moving, if you're working with individual, you know, with beginners, it won't be there as much. But that pushing aspect will be there. But if you're working with people who are a little bit more advanced or immediate, there'll be some tips that they can give you that you can't see that you wouldn't know about. Well, wow. they can clean themselves up too. They're like, oh, well, I've noticed, you know, this person's back is, is arching quite a bit when she's doing push ups. Maybe I'll fix my, you know, it yes. helps you out too. Yes. I mean, like my Olympic and overhead movements were junk before I started here. Now at least they like somewhat all right, you know? Yeah. So, and that's just from coaching and then watching guys perform it correctly and things mm-hmm. like that. So, well, and the good thing is, like, there's, if you're working in a group, there's tons of ways you, if you, you know, if, you are, if you're a visual learner, you can watch someone do it wrong or do it right and like, okay, I'm gonna try this different. Mm-hmm. Or if you're, you know, more of a person who has to be told to do it the right way and then like be put in positions, there's people around you for that as well. So 
I feel like groups are the only way to go unless you're a complete maniac like a Rich Froning or something like that who can work out by themselves and still be their best. Like those guys are few and far between. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think most of us need to be pushed by other individuals. Um, most of us don't have that individual drive where we can just you know turn into a, an animal and, and kill a thirty minute workout by ourselves. Yeah. Well, yeah. and then just like on Saturdays, man, it, it feels like it's fun. Yeah. You know, rather mm -hmm. than like, oh, okay, getting ready for the workout with some programming by yourself. You mm -hmm. know. It's actually something that you look forward to, other than just benefiting your training. So yeah, the uh, um, yeah, you, when I see the wads, like I have wads in the emails, like Kevin sends out, mm -hmm. and I usually yep. post them every day. Like sometimes I don't even read them when I post them. I just make sure it's the right day mm -hmm. for the wad. Uh, but once I see it, there'll be times I don't want to come in and do the workout, but I'll I'll come and do it which is two different reasons. One is maybe I had a rest day and I didn't work out enough days in a row because I usually do a four-on, one-off yeah. um, schedule. Mm -hmm. uh, four-on, one-off? Yeah, or four-on, one-off, or three-on, one-off. Okay. So three-on, one-off is what's prescribed typically for CrossFit, but I'm going to say follow that myself. Which is usually, yeah. Three-on, one-off, two-on, one-off. Yeah, I'm usually three-on, one-off, and yeah, two-on, one-off. Mm. Well... Me. Yeah, well, no, like, <laughs> like, I'm counting off days of, like active recovery too. I might go out in the garage and ride the assault bike or something like that. So mm -hmm. the uh, skill work. Yeah. But yeah, um, like uh, there's different times throughout the day I can usually come and get the lot done. But uh, um, I'll usually come in just because I know which people are going to come and I like to work out at specific times. Um, mm -hmm. The uh, if I'm not feeling a wad, like at like um, noon, I'll just come in at four, usually. If it's any time past five, I just I won't do the wad. It's just it's late and my my energy goes down. Um, gotta eat right. You gotta eat more in the middle of the day. Yeah. Carbs, brother. Gotta have a couple more carbs. I gotta get. He's all paleo out, man. You got no energy. Sweet potatoes, man. Them <laughs> <laughs> sweets in your body. I would like sweet potatoes. I do bomb. eat potatoes though. Um, but yeah. Uh, if it wasn't for all my friends here, um, I wouldn't probably uh, do that intensive work. Um, yeah. They really do push you, just having extra people around you. Yeah. Um, usually when I, if I do end up taking a nap before uh, a wad, Oof. which sometimes happens. <laughs> Last year, it was, it was wild. I would yeah, take a nap every day. I would wake <laughs> up at 3.30, instantly get my pre-workout. I'll drink it on the way while I'm coming here. I get here at 3.40, and, like, halfways from my house, like, my heart would be just, like, I feel all the energy in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't prescribe pre-workout to anybody, man. I think it's a, like, a, unless this just contains, like, a little bit of creatine or something like that, but those things are just full of caffeine and sugar. I, I ugh, those things are not good news. I don't know, we sell some here, but I'm just, I'm not fond of them. Yeah, just mm -hmm. anecdotal, one of my clients, a um, guy named Nate, um, he had, he had, I mean, he had gone out late the night before, you know, partying with his friends. Uh, didn't sleep very well, wasn't eating very well, but he took a pre-workout and then went out again that night. Oh, didn't work out. And he, he actually collapsed when cardiac arrest. This guy was 25, mm -hmm. and now he has a uh, beef in there. He's got to keep it in there for another two years. Yeah, especially the ones that you get from, like, a GNC. Like, I know what we sell here is a lot, lot more clean than what you get, you know, inside the GNC, but, like, those C4s or there's a bunch of other stuff out there that people can take a pre-workout that's like man it's just sugar and caffeine just jacks your heart rate up and trust me doing CrossFit you don't need your heart rate to get up any higher than no, it's no, going to get no. you know it's going to be good it's, it's going to be, be high enough so yeah when it comes to pre-workout don't do it well then a good warm up and then getting you're coming to a group so yeah know, that helps the motivation but I mean a good warm up will get you primed just fine you yeah. can sidetrack but my bad Chris <laughs> go ahead sir uh, I guess it's two different before what was I talking about before? Pre-workout, you, you were coming and the, the sleeping. Oh, yeah, you okay. Said your energy diet. Two right, different yeah. things. What I was going to say was um, that uh, sometimes when I take a nap before I work out, like it happens sometimes, um, like, re like it happened a couple times recently, but uh, I'll come in like at 4 o'clock and work out and there'll be like a giant class. Um, but after I took a nap, it's like the perfect, like I'm in the zone. I don't really talk that much and usually... Uh, whatever time I do exercise uh, that usually means like I'm doing like I'm in the zone <laughs> yeah, I'm off. working out yeah uh, but the other thing I was going to say was uh, uh, you can always like drink 
like black coffee yep. before you work out. It's good. Uh, just like somewhat fresh would be kind of nice. Yeah, I'm a coffee advocate. I like that. That's a good little pre-workout. Mm-hmm. It's natural, right? Yeah. Just a little, little black soup. Nothing wrong with that. Just chew on the cocoa leaves, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good on that Drink too. that bean one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, like a normal cup of coffee is only like uh, 35 calories. It's just water. It's, it's very low calories, yeah. But it's yeah. like you get a cup, one cup of coffee. It's like what, like 200 milligrams of caffeine, roughly. So that's plenty. Mm. That's plenty. Mm-hmm. You can drink half of that and be good to go for for a while. I drank yeah. like 50 ounces of that before. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, Yo is like, oh my god. That's I was not going right through you, man. That's a lot of coffee, dude. You said 50 ounces of coffee? Yeah, a full bottle of that. That's not 50 ounces. That's like 20 uh, I'm actually, no, I drink 50 throughout the day. I drink Of coffee. 50 ounces of coffee through the day. I've probably only had about three cups of coffee in my life. Really? It was probably over the last six months, so. Good. Don't get addicted to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just got off of it, like, in October. Mm-hmm. Um, after, like, a couple months on it. I was like. But it does kind of got, speak to the mental aspect of it. I remember I was just training by myself. And, again, it was probably because I was by myself. But I was totally not feeling the workout energy way down and I took uh, some BCAAs I had a client give me because he owned a GNC and uh, it seemed to kind of pet me up I don't know if it actually did anything or if it was just the placebo, placebo effect, effect of it, right? you know mm-hmm. so uh, if you have a routine if it helps you get your energy up you go for that yeah um well yeah uh actually I haven't even drank any coffee or anything really I took uh, a couple of my old like anything that was left in my pre-workout because I used to take the uh, beach body version yeah mm-hmm. was it um, energy endurance formula mm-hmm. uh, mostly it's just in there's like vitamin B12 and then uh, now is that pre-workout is that paleo that <laughs> I guess that it's full of sugar well <laughs> they're all full of sugar uh, I don't know Depends. <laughs> I mean, it's not grains, dairy, and legumes, but I mean, caveman didn't have it. Carbohydrates, sugars. Yeah. That's all I gave Give me some sourdough bread with butter. It's yeah. actually just the, it's the vessel that gets the butter into the body. I think you know the bread. Bread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sourdough's not too bad though. This is pretty good for you. In, in, in terms of bread and gluten and stuff, there's no. It's very little gluten in sourdough bread, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. I got potato bread from a it's kind of store. Like my wife makes everything. Yeah, you just eat it. Yeah. yeah. Potato bread, out. I think, is probably full of carbs, though, too, isn't it? Probably. Yeah, yeah potatoes. Yeah. Definitely, probably <laughs> sure. But it's a potato, and it's not, a, like, wheat. Yeah, but, but white potatoes aren't necessarily paleo, though. Like, you're supposed to eat more of a sweet potato. I think potato. they're not. Yeah, white potatoes aren't paleo. Oh, well. Now you know. But now they're amazing. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> A lot of work to make that Open them up with some butter and bacon on them, you know? Man. Um, I haven't eaten lunch yet. Yeah, two cups of coffee and no lunch today. Oh, I ate a banana and sushi. sushi. <laughs> you, had a, you had sushi today? Yeah. I pulled it out of the... Uh, that's not paleo either, bro. <laughs> I know, but I didn't say... He's, he's in transition. Yeah. Well, what, what do they say, though? He's I'm rehab. 100% paleo 80% of the time. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit different. <laughs> There's, 60% of the time, it works every time. I was talking to my sister about this yesterday, <laughs> that... Um, like, about staying on a diet, like, once you're on somewhat of a diet, whatever you do, like, paleo. Like, if I eat something that I know isn't paleo, that will knock me off. If I eat a burrito as tortilla, I know the tortilla's not paleo. Mm-hmm. But if I eat, like, something that I don't really think about it, if it is paleo or not, it doesn't really throw me off mentally. Mm-hmm. So it won't... Um, so you want to drop the wagon that easily. Yeah, it won't take me out. Yeah, just, like, I think the biggest thing, and I advise a lot of the people that I train, you know... Uh, just make it like a kind of a slow transition. You can't just just yeah. flip it. You know, if they were drinking five pops a day, drink three pops a day and then two yeah. and so mm-hmm. on. Uh, make it your transition to paleo. May have a plan because you don't want to like come back up or anything. Mm-hmm. But just enjoy some of that stuff. Or mentally, you're just gonna go way back. You'll be like, I'm done with this. Yeah. I mean, eventually you just kind of break. You know, you're like, why am I doing this? You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so make it a, a comfortable transition. You could probably be more successful. I know for me, when I first got into CrossFit, the first thing I did when I changed up my eating was cut out fast food. And I was I work on the sales. Like, I'm a salesman. I work on the road all day. Well, I used to. I work on the road all day. So, like, driving by McDonald's was getting super yeah. tough, yeah. you know. Um, but then I found healthy alternatives to that, like Chipotle. I always eat Chipotle. 
you know, just go with a bowl of some sort. Uh, sometimes I've eaten rice, I'll put some brown rice in there and some veggies and just meat mostly. Like some cheese on there, I'm good to go. Like, well, so there, there's better alternatives to the fast food. There's I cut well, that out, then I ease into the um, cutting out other sugars like quick drinking sodas. And before you know it, like I was I was all the way all the way paleo versus like you know being partly in and partly out. I was all the way in eventually. So yeah, I mean one thing just ease into it um, that I've had the benefit of because again the wife makes it, but we. We have such a large family, we cook everything from scratch. Mm. So we control everything that goes into it. It's all yeah. full ingredients. You know, so my wife might make cookies, but it's flour and sugar that is actually real. It's not like a bunch of stuff you can't pronounce. Yes. You know. Mm. And I mean when we make a dinner it'll be grilled chicken and vegetables and milk or something like that. Mm. You know, it's not complicated, it's all just whole food for yeah. the most part. And I mean That's it helps food. a lot. Um, all of us in the family are, are lean and and fit, you know. Yeah. I think that's the biggest part about paleo is like even if you don't follow the diet strictly, um, as long as you're eating, you know, whole foods. If it comes in a plastic wrapper, you probably shouldn't be eating it typically. So. Yeah, I mean, try cooking all your own stuff. You'd yeah. be like, you won't eat as much because I mean, you take more time preparing the meal and, and things like that. And it's just controlled a lot better. So. Mm -hmm. Well, if you don't know how to cook, then. You learn, man. You're pretty it's much like learn. To learn. You learn quick. You're a young man, Chris. You gotta learn how to cook so you can woo the ladies later on. Man. I can barely even cook eggs. Like, they cook eggs seventy five percent of the time. Sometimes the egg doesn't even make it to the, the pot. You're not a cracking egg yet. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it happened three times, like two times in a row exactly. Um, I would crack the egg, and then it will land right next to the uh, the pan mm. on the stove. You know. Oh my god. Are you nearsighted or something? <laughs> no. He's, 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 just, he's gotta just be out on his own. You you right. real quick, you yeah, start exactly. like man, I haven't eaten a day. Go to college, right? <laughs> yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. yeah it's college uh, gotta go to university. Only eat, parents, uh, top ramen so much, man, we're right. gonna start cooking real food. I eat paleo, but well I mean somewhat paleo, but like the foods that I eat are so basic. Mm. I'll I'll literally just put tuna, avocado. Put some hot sauce and I'll swirl it up in a bowl. Oh god! It looks nasty. It sounds nasty. Oh, it it's sounds actually disgusting. Good. <laughs> it's there, some, there, just put in Google paleo recipes and just try it. Like, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're a lot so of it's simple. just like a, just follow know, the instructions. Mixing a bunch of ingredients together. Yeah, just follow instructions. Just mm -hmm. don't deviate from the instructions. Throw chicken, vegetables, milk. Right. Even like start like hamburgers with lean mm -hmm. meat or something. I mean, just start start basic. One of my favorite grill, first grill's pretty easy, man. Grill, yeah. food, grill meat's pretty easy. One of my favorite first recipes was uh, Paleo MG does a jambalaya, and that's a really good one. Just some cauliflower rice and some sauces and, and some chicken. Paleo version? Yeah, it's, it's some, yeah, it's really good. It's really good. I made this strict paleo zone diet, like, um, pizza thing, it was a deep dish pizza. Was cauliflower pizza? What? Cauliflower pizza? Or? Isn't it usually no. with coconut flour, right? Uh, flour, coconut flour, I've heard that too. It was one that, um, Paleo Nick. Um, okay, made. he's good with the resource too. Yeah, I followed it last year. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, the, uh, is it the breakfast pizza? Yeah, it was okay, a yeah. big one. Yeah, I made that before too. That, that's what we used to do. We actually used to use that at my house, and then we scaled it down to uh, just a casserole, right? We used to go through all the steps and flip it and put it in the oven. We ended up just going to just a casserole. So just taking the ingredients with some sausage, throwing it in there, bam, throw it in the oven, take it out, cut it in squares, and throw it back in the fridge. And every day you got breakfast, you pull, pull out a square. Throw it in the microwave, bam, you got breakfast. You can tell the time of day it is right now that we're recording this. Because I don't think any of us have had lunch yet. Yeah, I'm starving. We just talking about food. <laughs> I'm starving. <laughs> Chipotle, here I come. Give me a sponsorship, Chipotle. I need it. <laughs> I eat there like four times a week, man. It's crazy. Oh, the level you're at, man, you could probably get that. You could probably swing that. I'm not at that level yet. I can work on it. <laughs> I think you could, man. You're like, guys, all I do is eat Chipotle. That's all I do. Well, they give you free stuff every now and then because I'm in there so much. You know, it's top 200 yeah, employees. Like, you're in here a lot. Here's a free drink. <laughs> you, Here's a drink. You'll have uh, shirts that just say Chipotle up the side of it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Chipotle sponsored athlete. I'll take a sponsor. I like your boy, you Chipotle. It. I need it. If anybody, if anybody knows a Chipotle CEO or people who are on that team, let me know. Hit yeah. me up on Gmail. Yeah. You got a high level athlete that eats Chipotle every day. Every day. Yeah. Actually, it's pretty funny because no matter what my diet is, Chipotle's always been able to be like adjusted to what my diet is. Yeah. On the paleo, I did just the veggies and like chicken, and then I got more to a keto, so I'm eating some, some, some uh, rice in there. Um, and then when I just want to splurge, so I eat Chipotle on the weekend to get a nice big burrito, you know, or a quesadilla. I'm kind of curious. I actually trained a guy, manager at Chipotle. Tell me how happy, man. Yeah, I'm like, damn, man, maybe. He's already talked about sponsoring gyms and things like that. So. I'm all about it. I'm his guy. <laughs> Just imagine if there was a Chipotle kitchen here. Man. And it was like, I don't know, for coaches it was for free. 
All right, Chris, you're, like... you're in fantasy land now. You're getting me hungry. I'm hungry as it is. Two uh, cups of coffee in and no food. <laughs> well, uh, I guess the last topic uh, we have here is the uh, CrossFit Open. Um, just we'll plow through that and uh, get something to eat. Yes. Um, it starts at the end of February. I think we've talked about it before on the podcast. Um, it seems that our, our, our programming has been... Uh, more specifically um, replicating or being involved or engineering towards the, the Open this year. Mm-hmm. Um, getting there, like, five workouts. We had 16.2 on Monday. Yeah. Which uh, either... Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. Well, might as well be in Monday for us. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, for some of us, we improved our scores or else we didn't. I still didn't make it through the first four minutes, but I mean, I got five more reps. That's a tough one, especially strength wise. If you're not there strength wise, it's really tough to cycle through that. You know, yeah, that barbell pretty quickly. So, mm-hmm. yeah, my uh, the cleans uh, felt similar to last year. I mean, my strength's gone up only a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, my skills, though, the toes bar and double unders were flawless. Mm-hmm. So I got through to the third round without much issue whereas last year I had to do it four times to get to that and I just and I barely got to the double unders I was so exhausted so my my score improved quite a bit and uh, at the end of it I was cash and I was working out by myself I, I might probably could have got 260 reps if I'd have been training with somebody you're an animal doing it four times <laughs> I think four I've done, times dude I think I've done workouts t- more than I think twice is the most I've ever done and I maybe have no I think I did one three times I don't know. I would never do it more than three times. Last year's open was the first time I did multiples. Oh, uh, God. Like so I was telling him, think about the score with that one, though. It's mm-hmm. either like 160s yeah. or up to, to 250s or yeah. something like that. And that's why I'm like, I had to get to that next range. Yeah. You know, I had to. It's tough. The open workouts are engineered to try and murder you, but they're a good baseline to see where you are compared to everybody else. Yeah. But yeah, you, you always know when you finish the open workout because you feel like you got hit by a ton of bricks. <laughs> 16.5. Oh, like you couldn't even 16. walk. 16.5 14. 14. 14.5. Oh my First god. First workout I ever did when I got back and crossed those telling you guys about. Um, I'd only been doing it about a month. Mm-hmm. And finished up the open with 16. Oh man. Worst experience of my life doing 14.5. I'm a power athlete, oh so I, I don't deal well with, with bar facing burpees or burpees of any kind. <laughs> like, I'm, I don't mind the thruster so much, but like when you have to make me get on the ground and get back up, like I'm, I'm well, It grabs you, doesn't let you go. I mean, even Fran, uh, you can kind of change what you're doing. You get those thrusters and like, all right, now I'm perfect. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather do Fran like four times than do sixteen four six or sixteen five or fourteen five again. Uh, fourteen five, sixteen five is the worst workout. It's the, yeah, it's by far the worst thing I've ever done. Yeah. That was the worst workout I've ever done. <laughs> like, and I made all my clients do it, man. <laughs> like, even the ones just losing weight, every one of them. I, I was with a woman. Uh, she was so slow at burpees. She did it's like forty something minutes, man. Yeah, but she finished it. That's good. But she finished it. That's a tough one, man. That that one's a mentally tough too, because you get through like the round of like twenty one. Yeah. You're like, dude, I have so much left. So much left. <laughs> so much left. This is gonna be awful. I'm surprised I didn't quit back uh, in 2014. Mm-hmm. After doing that, I'm like, I, I, I just want to do more though, you know. I watched a guy in 2014. He was he got through. I think he was down to his round of nine. And he was like, no more. He just quit in the middle of the wall. I was like, dude, you're almost done. <laughs> yeah. Just finish. He was like, no, no more. He just put the bar down and walked away. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> We spent like the next ten minutes trying to convince him to finish it, but he just would not finish it. So oh, I guess some people. Well, the thing them. is, it doesn't. You don't. You're not saved by time. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just a, It's like yep, you gotta do it until you're finished. Yeah. You could come back tomorrow and finish it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, it's like we're running some yeah, you marathon can, you can, you can or get something. Twenty four hour what? <laughs> yeah. But uh, the the open's a good comparison though for yourself and a good just like baseline, like another benchmark that you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to see where you are. Um, even if you're not competitive, see where you are and then see how you can grow over the next year. You know, you can try those workouts again in six months or three months. And as miserable as they are, it's a good way to tell you if you're better or not better. It's it's, it's cut and dry as it gets, you know. There's no subjectiveness to it. It's all objective and the numbers speak for itself. Well, the big word is um, benchmark. You know, like you talk about that new program, having the benchmarks. It's the best way for people to track their fitness. Form follows function. So, I mean, if I'm being able to leave, and go, you know, like say I placed 1,000 last year. If I'm in the 300th, you know, like I know that I'm looking different and I've become that much better of an athlete. Well, I would say even even less than, than where you rank at, where you place at, because every year CrossFit gets bigger too and you're getting more and more athletes mm-hmm. in it. 
So even less than what, what you place at, there, there's always a repeated workout from a previous year. So it's a good way just to see if you got better from that previous year or just to see, you know, set a benchmark for the next time you do those workouts again in six months or whenever it is. Well, it's also pretty fun to begin with. Like, Excuse me? Pretty fun. <laughs> Excuse me? I, I don't enjoy the, the open, but that's me personally. Cause like I said, I'm actually, a power athlete. I, I, I want to lift heavy weights and be I done mean, with it. And I used to do all this by <laughs> yeah. myself, man. Yeah. So like that was just terrible taping it. Now I get to actually, this will be the first year, because I did it at CrossFit Thornton mm-hmm. in 2014. I actually did a couple of them there. Mm-hmm. Um, but this will be the first time I do it group. Mm-hmm. So, it makes it a little easier for sure. Yeah. I think it's like, just community-wise, it's pretty fun because like you oh, see yeah. people from different times of the day. Yeah. Oh yeah. And for the eats, mm-hmm. um, different skill then, levels get to see. You know, yeah. it's great. Yeah. Um, then, like maybe for you, it won't be fun because you have to. Uh, yeah, competitive. Try to get the highest number. For me, myself, garbage. Like even though I do want to compete to see how like who I can beat, especially mm-hmm. in the gym or whatever. Um, I still like my programming is kind of more towards just fun so yeah. like I don't want to I'll be back to yeah. fun eventually yeah I'll try to, <laughs> yeah. I'll try to take you down <laughs> yeah the, the open the, the open isn't isn't for people like myself no though. it's a jackrabbit yeah. workouts for me yeah so even though like I said you're you're here and I'm here I still might like Tony was talking about mm-hmm. like dude I'm still might catch him on something oh yeah for sure like you probably would have beat me I'm like, what was your time on 14.5 13 2 oh so we were close we were real close you know so yeah yeah I'm not half as strong as you man but that's what I'm saying, but they're, they're more of a capacity, lighter weight type mm-hmm. of workouts, you know. And then regionals completely change. Yeah. Yeah. Regionals is built for heavy, heavy weight. Myself, yeah. Crazy skills. Yeah, don't have to be that good of an athlete. It's just, <laughs> it's just strong, right? Yeah. It's brute strength. Um, well, yeah. Uh, I think it's kind of like a, kind of just like a weekly event once it comes to the Open. Oh, yeah. Because... Like things are just happening. You could just like even come in and just watch people do it. It just feels like it's an actual um, scheduled event. Mm-hmm. Um, I would treat it. Uh, I hope it's warm around that time last year. It'll, it'll be. Well, it'll start to get warm. One was nice because I had to actually take my garage gym because it wasn't big enough. Mm-hmm. I had to take everything out to a park. Oh really? Yeah. All the mats and crap. Yeah. Have you seen that video? Uh, there's some some kid over. I want to say. In, Eastern Europe somewhere, and he like lives on a farm, and he has like really primitive equipment, but he gets out there and gets after it, and it's freezing cold, <laughs> and like, oh, he like, like he finishes the workouts and lays lays on the ground in the snow. He's it's awful, but but the kid grinds it out because it's pretty amazing to see this guy in the middle of nowhere, on a farm, in a barn sometimes, or just like out outside a barn and in the mud, like doing overhead lunges. Just wow. grind it out. Yeah, I saw a lot of videos of like people like just going down in their alleyways mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know. Ugh. Sounds awful. Listen, yeah. I had a guy that wanted to do it, and I'm like, and he wanted to repeat it. So he went he went out of my gym, down the driveway. Oh! Oh, so back up was probably so bad. He his knees up, dude. Oh! just coming back, and I'm like, all right, man. Well, you know, that, that's the kind of thing you look, those kind of things are like what the Open's about, though. Like people yeah. finding that extra gear that they know they had, that they just want to be do much better at the workout, like so they do it again, and just pushing themselves. That's what it's all about, so... Um. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah. I mean, excited, nervous, matter. Yeah. But I mean, I'm excited to do it with people around. Yeah, it'll be fun. But, but man, I'm sick of recording. It'll things. be fun in, in a sadistic way. <laughs> That's right. Doesn't happen on the ground. May mean it didn't happen. So that means record your workout. If it's not on the ground, it didn't count. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm definitely record it. I didn't record them last year. But I probably record mine too. You know, I come from a sports background, so like playing football, everything's recorded. It's a good teaching tool because you can look, like you can think you went really well on something and then like you can watch the video and see, oh, I didn't do as well as I thought I did or I could have done better here. You know, it's a good critiquing tool Yeah. versus like just coming into the workout and being done with it, you know. It's not, you know, not always fun to watch yourself do something and not do as well as you thought you did, but, mm. you know, it's a good way to get better. Yeah, you don't want to be that uh, 24-hour Instagram model. Uh, throwing it, or maybe you do if yeah. you're making the money off of it. It's up to you. Having the uh, <laughs> that uh, Chipotle, how at me? The anterior pelvic <laughs> tilt, going. Oh yeah, the squats and I'm, stuff. I'm uh, that guy with the, cur- the arch back. Or the uh, the jump squat. I seen this, this girl do jump squats, and she was like doing 180 squats and whatever. Mm-hmm. But every single time her knees, knees are just going in, and you're like oh, it's horrible. Yeah. Um, Some people don't do it the right way. They just do it. Yeah. Uh, 
but um, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, oh, say is that it? Fun. That's all we got, man. Almost. We're forty-four minutes. In this is probably this your longest podcast, or what? No, it's not. What, what's your longest podcast? <laughs> I don't really know. Is, is it over an hour? Uh, we're No, it's less than an hour, definitely. Okay. But so we're getting um, close to that, then. Yeah. Yeah. The shortest podcast is probably like fifteen minutes. Okay. Um, that would have been nice. <laughs> we started talking about food and we just went on for half an hour. Uh, it's ironic because it kept us from eating Eating food, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, for us to say that when it comes to the open, I don't think they added like masters at all, but uh, they, did. Just, they did. They added it. So they added another masters division. They started like it used to go, it started at 40, I believe. Now it starts at 35. Is it seriously? 35 to 39. Oh. I don't know. All right. so, so like the guys like Matt Chan and Miko Salo, like those kind of. Old CrossFit veterans are going to be in that Masters class. I think Spiller will be in that class too. So it'll be interesting to see if those guys decided to hit it pretty hard and go for that Masters division. Mm-hmm. Spiller's so those guys are for life, you know. Yeah. He said he wasn't going to do any of that stuff, but, but the well, Masters he won't go to regionals anymore. But will he go to the games of the Masters? Will be interesting. I think he's that old. I'm not sure though. But I know like oh, Chan's that age for sure. They push forty. And like Pat Burke was a, a regional, you know, a guy from here locally who's pretty. He's got to be thirty five. He's two years. Yeah, so yeah, he's he's uh he'll be going after this year too. So it'll be interesting to see how that uh, works out because there's no no regionals for those guys straight to the games if they make it after the qualifier. This is just the top two hundred. Well, top two hundred, and then there's a qualifier after that. So I think it's like the, the top forty. I think top two hundred to make a qualifier. Qualifier top forty. Yeah, I think so. Something like that. I wish technically I could still take the teens division because mm-hmm. like like you should technically extend it to like nineteen. <laughs> Like, you're still a teen. Uh, yeah, but you're an adult, though, so they count you as an adult. Like, I'm old for the, uh, the young division, so, like, we, we got a hard man. Just call it, <laughs> if it's an adult, then just call it, like, negative one. Like, negative 21, or whatever. You're, or negative 20. Yeah, that makes sure. sense, Chris. I don't know. <laughs> 19 should be technically considered. Well, you're still a teen. 15, 15 16, 17, 18, right? No, 15, 16, 17. They're, they're, so, they're, I think there's, like, a 13 through 15 division. And then 16, 17 is a different division, I think. Okay. Or something like that. And then 18 off? Yeah. 18 to 35? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, if I if they did have a team division, I would like that, since I would actually be able to yeah, go against I mean, everybody kind of my age. I didn't know what You'd to think about that. Though, man. I didn't know what to think about that new division, you know, like, I'm like, yeah, I want to still be competing, you know. Mm-hmm. But when you think about it, Paul pulled up, like, the average age for the CrossFitters are like, 27, 26, you know, mm-hmm. They go to the games, so. Um, but yeah, when it comes to the uh, the open, at least usually the ones that we do here, the RX versus scaled, like when you even if you do like I'm doing them RX, even though that well, I you hope so. You don't know yeah, but you hope you can do them RX. Yeah. If there's a whole bunch of ring muscle ups in there, you might not be able to do them RX yet, right? I'll yeah, still do it. Yeah. But just, I mean, I won't it. get that far through it. Yeah. Um, the but yeah, the RX scores they count more than scaled scores so even if your workout takes longer or you don't get as many reps because it's like a time-based workout yeah, it affects your placing um, yeah you'll get much yeah, higher I had a, uh, placing than scaled i don't i can't for, I forget which one it was the, the power snatches and bar muscle ups yeah i think that was 64 yeah yeah i had a guy who was like you know what i've never gotten a muscle up i want to try to get it he was 16. And uh, we worked on the muscle up. He was getting close. I'm like, let's just go for it. So he did the, the snatches prescribed, and then he went and got one muscle. Took the whole time to get it, but he got one. And he jumped his place hundreds of spots yeah. because he decided not to scale. That's exactly what happened to me. I only got 11 reps on that one. Well, the open's all about, too, like that, that, that muscle up moment, too. It's built around that. Like, that's how CrossFit continues to sell CrossFit is people live for those moments. Yeah, like you work so stuff, hard for that one moment, do. and then, then, then you, you get that moment, and you're ecstatic about it. You can finish last in the world in the workout, but you've got your muscle yeah. up. That's all you care about. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's a great moment. Like, everybody, I remember when I first got my first muscle up, you know, it wasn't in the open, but I remember it, I'll never forget it. So, it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. It's better <laughs> if they put in rope clubs. Probably <laughs> <laughs> not. It'll be, I'll like, kill that too, but I hope they don't put them in there. If, if Dave, like, um, he programs like I could see like a ladder climb like if we had just a straight ladder that just goes vertical and it's like attached to the top and yeah. bottom just climbing up that ladder is like a functional movement mm-hmm. technically 
and it's just like a rope climb. It'll either take you a fast duration to go up or down, like depending on how good you are. And I think it's, it could be something that, like, might sort of come up. Like it, it could fit in a workout, which is like a rope climb. But the, the issue with rope climbs, you probably never. Well, I would say never, but you probably want to see me open is because you can't verify. It's very hard to verify the height of ropes in at a gym. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to say it's a 12 foot rope climb. But then you have to make each gym measure their ropes. That's not really feasible, you know. However, it's easier to danger. Yeah, the danger. The danger that trying to push it and it's falling off the top of the damn rope. Exactly. You you hope that never happens, but it's you know you people pushing real hard for that extra rep or two, it might happen. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think eventually accountability. uh, Not quite. Yeah. Probably you probably won't see handstand walks in there either this year. Like eventually maybe, but not not this year. People getting upside down and falling on their heads isn't something that they want to see in the open. That's not how you sell CrossFit. No. Mm-hmm. So. Well, it has to be something that can be scaled to even be scale division. Yeah. Which it was like you scale a handstand walk to like a bear climb or bear crawl. Like, yeah. it's, it's scalable. That's what I do. But uh-huh. Or they'll just do uh, shoulder touches or something. Yeah. Like which I can't even do those. I hate those. I love those. <laughs> those are so funny. I can't do shoulder touches. I did those inside my house. Yeah. But I mean, against the wall. <laughs> yeah, I fall off the wall every time. I, I cannot, really? I cannot get them. I think I'm just too stiff. Uh, loosen up. Do you want us to mute that in case Chipotle's listening? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still real strong, Chipotle. <laughs> real, real strong. Well, um, that's pretty much what we have topics and stuff like that. All right. Um, Hit me up, Game Ready Fit on Instagram. Also, Darker Than Night on Instagram. Night as in medieval times. Shout out. Shout out the gate. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. um, Gotta get my own shout outs out there before it's too late. Yeah, shout yeah. out to Puga Athletics and Fitness. Check it out. What's it called? It's Puga Athletics and Fitness. Spell Puga. People Spell know. it. P U G A. Athletics. Go. Athletics and Fitness. Okay, because. Yeah. Yeah, 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 focus is mostly uh, <laughs> high school and collegiate athletes, but we've got some fitness people too. The, um, yeah. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Usually update the CrossFit mobs, um, social media, pretty regularly, like every day. Uh, even if you want to check out the watch, it'll be on both. Um, yeah, oh, actually, uh, a little bit extra stuff. And um, early spring, I'm looking to actually open up my own CrossFit gym. Uh, it'll be called Mount Gladiator CrossFit. It'll actually be hopefully by the Flatirons Mall area, if not in the Broomfield area. It won't be next to a uh, mob, so you don't have to worry about um, any like beating stuff or whatever. Uh, but yeah, looking to open up in uh, early spring. I'll probably talk about it at some point on the podcast, but yeah. Uh, this, I think, is episode nine. You said uh, nine already, so we're sticking to nine. Yeah, I accidentally <laughs> said the wrong episode once. It doesn't um, matter. But yeah, next week uh, we'll have different topics um, and different guests along with that. And hopefully it'll be called episode 10 and not episode 9 or 11. Okay, we'll find <laughs> yeah. out. Um, okay, so Dilla time. Dilla, Dilla, right. Dilla. Yep, see you later. It's cold